This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys chat with ExploreMedia.com CEO and founder Jenny Bukos and Global VP of Production and founder Carrie Byron. From storytelling and education with a focus on STEM STEAM to global competence and the Explore platform, Jenny and Carrie illuminate the interview with their wit, knowledge, and excitement for leading, learning, and helping the world's students and teachers. Get ready for a short trip and a fast ship and so much more up next on the Edutech Guys. You're listening to the EduTech Guys, edutechguys.com. Yeah, welcome to the show. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Yeah, thank you so much for grabbing the episode, downloading it, sticking it on your media, man, wherever you're sticking it. We appreciate it. Holy smokes, we sure do, don't we, by golly. <laughs> hey, don't forget to check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. You can't miss us also. Just go to Google, type in at EduTechGuys. You'll find us on all your social media. That's right, the media's is. Wherever, you've, wherever you've stuck us. That's so, right. <laughs> going to be a great show today. Uh, some folks we met in FATC, uh, uh, you might know one of you might know both of them. Both of them are highly accomplished, um, yeah. highly decorated, <laughs> <laughs> um, very well-known um, uh, people in the media industry and mm-hmm. in the world and in now in STEM and STEAM. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So it's going to be a really great show. Um, uh, and, you know, coming from the, uh, the, the hub of all media, Hope, Arkansas. <laughs> that's, that's, this, is why, this is why we have Zoom. Yeah, and our, and our little we have a, we have a massive studio here. We do really have our, our our national headquarters is here. The national headquarters is downtown a, Hope, Arkansas. Huge four by foot by four foot room. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, yeah, we, we have to t- we have to stand up and leave to cough. <laughs> That's right. You hear no coughing on this show. Let me tell you, folks. We have not made it to the top floor yet, though. We are we're in the middle. We're we're working our way up. We are. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be a great show. <laughs> wonderful show today. We think you'll really enjoy it, and. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. Maybe. (laughs) 
Are you using Soundtrap for personal use, recording podcasts, making music, and more? More importantly, are you using Soundtrap in the classroom? Soundtrap for the classroom is amazing, allowing students the ability to create music, podcasts, audio for their projects, and so much more. Check out Soundtrap now at Soundtrap.com. Hey, welcome back to the EduTech Guys. We're really excited to have our next guest on the yeah, show. And good to see them again. We saw them in Florida at FETC 2022. Yeah. And uh, so now we get to check back in and see how they're doing. I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell us who they are and what they do and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Um, I'm Jenny Bucos. I am the CEO and founder, um, well, a founder of um, Explore Media, and we are sort of like the Netflix of education. Um, anything a child could ever want to learn or need to learn video-based with curriculum. And I'm Carrie Byron. I am also a co-founder with Explore. You might know me from my past TV career, um, but right now I am just full steam ahead with Explore. Yeah, that is awesome. And I love that you refer to yourselves the way you do as, you know, kind of the, the Netflix for educational mm-hmm. videos. Um, and so I want you to talk a little bit about that aspect of what Explore Media is providing. Sure. Carrie, do you want me to jump in here? Carrie, yes, I have do to it. Go for it. Yeah, so it's... it's um, Online, it's an app, it's all under 10 minutes. I've been doing this for for 20 years, so like two years before YouTube even existed. We talked about this in Florida. Um, But really it's, you know, during the pandemic, um, everybody was learning online, obviously. Um, So now that we're back in school or we're hybrid models, um, let's think about how we can give kids video content and lessons that inspire them and connect to the real world, um, but also in a format that they're custom to consuming, right? Um, Carrie, you have a great comment about uh, the diet um, that kids use. Would you mind sharing that? Because I think it's so brilliant. Um, Well, I mean, when there's a lot of content out there for little kids, but there's not a lot of stuff for teens and tweens. And they have been getting just a diet of nutrition free crap, just just all candy. You know, my kid is 12. She's on TikTok. She's on Instagram. She's she's looking at videos to learn things. And great. She takes makeup tutorials. But I want to inspire her to be an agent of change for the next generation and to do that, we're going to need to create, we're going to need to hide the broccoli in the cheese sauce. We're going to basically need them to want to watch these videos and just happen to learn something the way that, say, Mythbusters did in the past, which was, kind of, that's obviously my background. So I'm really, really excited about creating these videos so that my daughter has something to look at that's inspiring. And because we already are looking on our tablets and our phones, they're already ready for that short format content, which is what Explore provides. I think it's awesome that you guys cover, I mean, a complete gamut of topics. It's, I know your, your primary focus or your background has been STEM and STEAM, but, uh, you know, there are videos out there that cover anything from, you know, some engineering topics to, you know, aerospace, but also things that are 
uh, dare I, I don't want to say controversial necessarily because they're not presented controversially, but you know you're talking directly to teens and tweens about the things happening to their bodies and or to the bodies of you know the the opposite sex, the, you know gender as it were, so they can get an understanding as to why is this boy acting this way. <laughs> I think you're talking about our partnership with Amaze, uh-huh. which is medically accurate, age-appropriate sex education, mm-hmm. which shouldn't be controversial because honestly, don't you want like puberty education and sex education to be medically accurate and age-appropriate? And if kids are curious and you're not presenting it that way, they're going to find it somewhere else. Right. And I think you know where they're going to to find this information. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we we're, we're very, <laughs> don't we're look at a Google that. history of a tween. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'll scare you to death right there. What in yeah, the world we're, is um, we're very, very proud of that, of that series. Um, and, and even schools that say, well, I don't teach sex ed when they've looked at it and they realize like there are child psychologists and doctors and pediatricians. They're like, okay, we can adopt this. We're, we can, we can get down with this. Um, so no one has ever said like, I don't want it, like block it. It's, it's, it's fascinating. And these, and these are schools like, that don't have a sex ed program. Mm, (laughs) So if that just tells you how hungry people are for content like this, mental health is another one that people are asking for. Financial literacy is another one people are asking for. Career exploration is like our number one thing right now that people are saying like, expose kids to jobs that they have no idea exist or don't exist, but will exist in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. So let's yeah. talk about that. That leads me into, and, and that was uh, that was a little piece of the, the global competence that you guys you knew were looking to enhance and bring about, because that's something we're trying to, to fix so we can take care of not just that issue, but every issue that could come along. So um, uh, let's, let's talk about how you guys are attacking that and how you see using this platform um, and, and especially uh, Explore Classroom so that teachers have the ability to learn, you know, some global competence also, because that's that's a that's a, a, a weird um, new term. I'm going to use that word that a, a lot of folks will have to Google. I mean, they really will. They'll have to go, wait, what, what does that mean? I don't understand that. And that just shows you the relevance of it and why it needs to be taught in the classroom, especially explore classroom. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jenny's been doing this for a very long time, as well as I. We have both been travelers, and we've seen the importance of making a connection to countries around the world before the Internet. Mm -hmm. And now it's more important than ever because we live in a global society, in a global economy. So we really need kids to understand, I would say, the empathetic idea that we are all more alike than different. That a kid in China and a kid in Kansas are both nine-year-olds that are probably looking at the same things. So it's not just a competency, but a connection. So we are trying to create something that you can watch in different languages anywhere in the world and be able to connect with kids everywhere. So, And I'd love to, if it's okay, I'd love to back that up a second because okay. you said... Um, some people may need to, to Google what global competence is. Mm-hmm. And I think 
when a lot of people hear that, they're like, oh, well, I studied Ukraine today. So now my kids, that's global <laughs> competence. That's not global that's competence. Not global, yeah. global, competence, global competence is not what you know, it's what you do. Mm-hmm. So think about things like communicating across cultures, empathy, um, digital literacy is in there. All the things that kids need to success, uh, to succeed in a globally competent, uh, in a globally competitive market. And that's what we are now. We, we're a borderless society, whether you like it or not, that's where we're headed. So that I think that's re- a really important distinction. And you could be a traveler who's gone to 150 countries and still not be globally competent <laughs> because you you don't have that the what you do portion of it. Kids are cyber natives. They're already connected. Right. They're already there. We just need to inspire them to take it one step further. Well, and, and it goes directly to what you're saying. Uh, it's, you know, inspiring them to do something with the stuff they have, the access they have, the things they're researching, or in some cases, or probably most cases, the things they're not researching that maybe they would benefit them better if they were researching, but then tying that all together, tying it right back to what you're saying, what are you doing with it? Well, I think our knowledge to action is uh, something that we put in every single lesson. It's it's something that, you know, global competency isn't just n- knowing about the world. It's working with your world. It's 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 being able to create change locally um, so that you can actually be part of the big questions like plastics. How do we recycle plastics? How do we tackle plastics in our own neighborhood? How do we create uh, the, the, the necessary tools to be part of a global society? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this brings me to STEM and STEAM, which I know this is a big part of you guys. And I believe that is the commonality that we're seeing across the world right now, especially with our youth, is they understand that the desire for clean water, the desire for cheap electricity, the desire for cleaning up the environment, that is a universal, you know, bonding factor that is in place. And I believe that that's where you base a lot of your media and your Netflix, your, your, your explore, um, on, can we talk about that a little bit? Can we talk about your, your past experiences and where that's taking you and helping you realize and provide that, um, that little bit that those kids are looking for? So I think a lot of this for me came out of, um, I never traveled as a kid. Um, I, I, I knew one person in my family who had a passport, um, so I was really like the first person who ever traveled. And when I started, when I started doing this 20 years ago, creating content, it was mostly focused on literature and art. And the more I traveled, the thing that I realized that sort of connected every single person on the planet was STEM steam, right? Um, science is not, a, it shouldn't be a cultural thing. Sometimes it is. Technology is not a cultural thing. Every person, every single day interacts with STEM principles, right? Um, it's your health. It's the science of cooking. It's, it's everything. It's the chair you sit on. Like somebody engineered the chair you sit on every single day. Um, so I think that's where I flipped into the stories. Like this, this is our entry point, um, into education. Um, 
and and wrapping it in a in a story. Stories are so important uh, to what we do. Wrapping it in a story allows kids to see the relevance and the relevance to their own lives, rather than just saying, "Okay, well, we're going to teach you what friction is." Like, how do we wrap that in a story so a kid says, "Well, I understand how I use this." Um, so that's that's my entry. Carrie's Carrie's journey is a little different, obviously. Well, I mean, I came from a storytelling background as well, and it just so happens that I've I've really found that critical thinking, the scientific method, is the perfect narrative vehicle for any story you have to tell, especially in education, because you have to identify what you're talking about. You uh, set up parameters to explain it. That's just the experimentation. And then you come up with a conclusion at the end. So we're really applying STEM to every type of storytelling, financial literacy, sex education, social emotional learning, history, arts, everything is very easily broken down into the scientific method for me. You know, the thing that I find the most exciting is the way you present this stuff um, is it's a it's a it's an out of body experience. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. It's a it's a next level experience for the students that view it. It's something that it's just like Mythbusters or any of the stuff that you produce, Jenny. It's stuff that we don't experience in our normal life, our normal daily lives. And just like you said, you didn't travel. And I never heard jazz. I thought Lawrence Welk that my grandparents watched on Friday nights was jazz until I actually heard Miles Davis. And then I was like, what? <laughs> you know, so I, I see that. And I think that the way you're you're preparing this media for kids is what takes them to that next level. Because although we do have the Internet and they think they know what it's like out there until you experience it yourself and you can get you can get in depth with it, um, then you really can. And, and I think that's the part that I've enjoyed. And yes, I've been I've been lurking on your side. Um, that's the part that I enjoy um, about the way everything's produced is it's very um, it's very in, in depth. It's imaginative. It's very creative. And it's and it takes kids to that next level. Um, let's let's talk about that. I like how you you're, you're opening those doors up for them and giving them this experience that they might not have anywhere else and not on another video site either. And it's it's kind of there from you guys. Yeah, I think it's because we're storytellers, filmmakers, journalists first. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I know this is an ed tech and education podcast. So we do have we do have a curriculum team behind it. But our strong our strong suit, it's me, Carrie. And then we have. Andrew Zimmern um, from Travel Channel Discovery fame. So you have have premium storytellers coming in. My sensibility is not necessarily as the filmmaker. I just know what a kid's going to ask me because I've been doing this for 20 years. Like if I screen something, I know the six questions that are going to come out of their mouths first. Mm -hmm. So we, we sort of build everything with that audience in mind. So this is not like doing something for like linear television, I'm going to drop some names like Discovery, Nat Geo and saying, how can we splice this up and use it in the classroom? Mm -hmm. Everything we do is with that teen tween educational component first. Um, So I think that makes a huge difference to what we're doing. Um, And then just who we put in front of the camera is so important as well. Um, Carrie, do you want to talk about that? Because Carrie, Carrie's been involved in a lot in like the casting and the development and, you know, the creative writing and Mm -hmm. some of the new things we've done. Well, representation matters and it matters so much. I have for a long time, a product of uh, reality television for me has been girls coming up to me to say, 
I never knew an engineer could wear combat boots <laughs> or watching kids walk up to Grant and said, I never saw someone like me on TV. It, it really, really matters to see faces that look like you. And it can't be the same storytellers all the time. So finding the voices that really reflect our society is very, very important for us, as well as being able to tell the story in a way that makes it almost bite-sized flavor. So you want to tell the story of the refugee crisis, which is huge and a concept that is mind-blowing. You tell it through one kid who's a refugee and their family and their journey, and then the kids can identify and be like, oh my God, she's just like me. We're both looking at Roblox on our phone. And, and this is a concept that maybe I can put myself in their place and instead of an us and them kind of experience, mm -hmm. um, have more of a she is me experience. Yeah, and, and I think that the way you guys present that storytelling and, and the, the way that you edit your videos and put them together, um, there's, there's two things I'm going to mention here. One um, is along the same lines of what we've been talking about, you know, talking about building empathy, right? It, when you talk about these big concepts, if you if they're still presented as big concepts, there's really you're never going to connect with really anyone, let alone, you know, teens and tweens. I mean, it's already hard enough to connect with them to start with. So, <laughs> you know, presenting them with anything that's, you know, that massive and they go, oh, this has nothing to do with me. I don't know what's going on. So so the storytelling and the way you develop that through your videos and and help build that empathy, regardless of the topic, really is is I mean, it really is phenomenal. It's it's fantastic. And it touches teens and tweens right where they are. And along the same lines, one of the other things that, that a, I'm nowhere near a teen or tween, but one of the things that, that grabbed me instantly about some of the content that I watched on, you know, f that you guys provide is that you, I don't, there's not a nice way to say this. You are not condescending right? You're not talking down to these teens and tweens, right? You're talking to them. You're talking through them. You're talking with them. It, it's not, you know, you're not doing a, a, a children's show that you are trying to up talk to and you're not doing an adult show that you're trying to talk down to. It is uh, from the stuff that I've seen. It is, it's on their level. You're talking directly to them, through them. And, and I think that also makes all the difference in the world. It uh, Andrews, Andrew Zimmern's team, they call me the kitty cop because <laughs> I'm the person on set with the headphones that doesn't say a lot until I'm like, uh, we can use a more challenging word or we can't use that word. So that's, I mean, that's really what my strong point is, is this is how, this is how we develop this. And then from like the production, like how beautiful it is. I mean, Andrew's team is extraordinary, like multi Emmy award winning. Um, and when we look at other people doing video in the space, a lot of it is just aggregated. And we always say like, don't kids deserve like the best of the best? Don't they deserve like TV and film quality educational content? And they do it for little kids. So why don't they do it for this like middle market? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we learned early on in, in telling the story. This is what a producer told me in the beginning of my career is if you want to explain something to a 12 year old, explain it like they're 35. If you want to explain something to a 35 year old, explain it like they're 12. Never over or underestimate people. So I used to 
talk to a scientist to get a very complex idea of what they want to say. And then my job was as a translator. I would have them explain it to me till I could explain it back and understand it as a regular person. So that's that's carried on with the same theories for this is we're not trying to teach you something. We're trying to show you something through our eyes because you'll understand it. Yeah, exactly. Don't tell me, show me. Yeah, that's yeah. the big one. So let's uh, let's segue into a little bit of ed, ed tech for that for our, the educators that listen to this podcast. Let's talk about Explore Classroom. Um, videos, uh, professional development, lessons, the whole bit. Can you guys give our listeners a little overview of like you know what it's like and how easy it is to use and how they can you know get involved in it and where how they can use it in their classroom. Anybody want to well, I mean, it's set up just like a Netflix. So everybody's very familiar with that. Sure. I mean, anybody went through pandemic knows how to use a Netflix. So you can scroll through videos and they're all categorized um, it, with like uh, where they can fit into uh, your curriculum, like history or mathematics or social emotional learning. And a lot of them cross over into different topics. And along with it, of course, we have lesson plans written up um, by World Savvy. Hmm. From an, I'll let Jenny take it there. Yeah, from an ed tech perspective, um, what I think is, is so unique is all of the videos are captioned in uh, English for hearing impaired or ELL students. We also have Spanish, Mandarin, and Arabic, and we just got a request to add Hebrew, French, and Italian. So if that tells you, I mean, there, there are 5 million kids in the U.S. that don't speak English as a first language. So that's like a very ed tech sort of evolved thing. Um, and it's not an AI doing it. These are native, because they're stories, we're bringing in nat native language speakers to get the nuance there. Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of things with timing. Um, if you, the, the kids side, so when you get classroom, every student gets their own login and they can take it home with them. There's an app which allows kids to download content just like you would on a Netflix and watch it even if you don't have connectivity at home. So this again is super, we're thinking about access in every type. And then we've got, you know, readers, blind, low vision, um, deaf, hard of hearing. We've got all of the, the assistive technology in place. So that's really the ed techie side. Um, and then if we want to take this further, it is in our roadmap in two to three years to start looking at AR, VR. Mm, nice. Yeah, that's a big one. I, you know, I love the fact you say that the kids can download an app and use it offline because um, what's what's a common place for the United States and the rest of the world is in our rural areas, uh, we don't have connectivity. So, you know, they can come to school, they can download on a Chromebook, or they can put it on their, their, their personal device, and they can take it home and still have that information right there. Huge pandemic-proof um, piece right there. We'll, we'll keep throwing that back in there, the pandemic-proof. As well as it's ad-free, because yeah. I know that a lot of times my kid would come home laughing hysterically at the ads that came up in the beginning of some of the videos because they're not always appropriate right. for what the kids are learning or their age group. So this being ad free, but at a really low price point makes it accessible without all of the drawbacks of, you know, just looking for videos on YouTube that might pertain to what you're trying to teach. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, and going kind of continuing that 
in a, in a weird sort of way, I'm going to segue a little bit over to the Explore Home piece. We were talking about classroom, which is for the classroom teachers, but there's also the Explore the Explore Home piece for parents who want to be able to provide this content, say, if their school doesn't, or if they're a homeschool entity and, and you know they're homeschooling their kids, they can still get access to this amazing content through this platform at home. So you want to talk a little bit about the home side. Yeah, they're, they're actually, it's the same video content. So the classroom um, just has the lessons and the way it's sorted. Um, you can search by standards. So like how a teacher would search for it. So I'm looking for next gen science standards, you know, math and engineering principles. Like you can find it that way. A kid wouldn't search for it. A kid would search like, how did they build the biggest skyscraper? So the home version is the kid facing side. So a lot of the ed tech platforms that provide content, be it video content or digital content, content, there is a parent or a teacher as the gatekeeper. And we didn't want that for kids. We wanted them to have their own site where they could just like explore what they were curious about. Um, so home is the same, but again, it is, if you don't have a school that's um, subscribing, you can get it at home. Summer school programs are adopting it. We've had um, a Girl Scout troop that adopted it. Um, YMCAs have talked to us. Um, libraries. libraries libraries are, wow. are getting it for terminals. So sure. like a library with four computers will just get a subscription and kids can use it all day long. That's really cool. So I want to hit on one more topic and Carrie had it in her, um, just some, some of the stuff she's been there in, but it's why representation matters in media. Um, that's a big one to me. Um, here in the South, we deal with a lot of marginalized groups. And um, it's just a stigma in, in this country and around the world. I mean, we're dealing with it in a war right now. We're dealing with that across the world. Carrie, I know you put that down, and I mean, you both probably put this down. I know this is, I don't know where this came from, but let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about why representation matters in media and why we have to, to put that, we have to start making a little bit more of an impact and getting that information out there so we, the youth will understand why they need it. I mean, you see it, you can be it. That's, I mean, that's, that's a, a tagline I've heard a lot, and it, but it's true. I mean, it, if you can see someone who looks like you, sounds like you, comes from where you come from, you're more likely to identify and it expands your world. And it, we need to create voices of authority that come from backgrounds that have not been traditional. Um, I can tell you that coming up in this industry, I heard a lot we don't trust a voice of science from a woman. Hmm. And I have had to fight that because of the fact that, um, well, you just haven't seen it enough. So we have to change the way people look at the world and realize that it's so important to see the voices of science and the voices of technology coming from everyone. Hmm. So that's why it's always part of our ethos to find the voices that um, may be underserved. I, I also think if, so if we, let's, let's imagine explore everyone on the site was the same age, same background, all Christian, all white. For anyone who's not, I would think my story, my experience, my community doesn't matter. Um, so I, I, we always say, see it, be it, but I, I do want like every child to know that their experience and their background matters. Um, and when you see that it, it drives that home. Um, 
without getting political or controversial. Like it's just, you matter. That's really what this means. Right. Um, so that's why I think that's so important. You know, I have to tell you that, um, at 52, (laughs) I'm an old man at 52, um, (laughs) I've been doing technology for a long time, over 30 years. Um, And Instagram has changed my life. Um, As a bass player, I... Growing up in the South in a white Christian environment, I thought that all bass players were white men. And that's what I thought. Some of my best friends and some of the greatest bass players I now know in the world in the world are women and women of color and women from other countries. And I'm just blown away. They're the Phoebe Russell and Katie Thoreau and those people I just jump on immediately and just in fact I'm taking I'm planning on taking lessons from Katie this summer. So, you know, I mean it's one of those kind of things. But you're right, if it can work on me, if it can let me broaden my horizons, then we know what it can do for the youth of America, the children of America, the children of the world. We know exactly what it can do. So I, I want to thank you for explaining that and putting that in, in, into uh, to an, uh, an edible bit for our listeners. And I just want to throw mine in there because it does work for me too, because I now go, oh, wow. See, I was following the wrong people the whole time. <laughs> here's the great players. Here's the, here's the movers and the shakers. And, you know, and, and, and I would assume in music, it's not just that they're women or, you know, what their physical appearance is, but the experience that they bring is different than yours and it makes the music richer it makes television richer it makes our society richer when we when we invite everyone into the conversation it does and they're all so much better players than me and better than (laughs) 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 and you know they make so much better music uh as as a i have a father of a a 26 year old and 24 year old and one's a choreographer and that's what she does and one's about to fly commercial planes um and and what my wife and i did my wife's a band director which is very unheard of there's not a lot of female band directors out there in, in schools and we just all told them you do what makes you happy and everyone else will fall in line. And so I honestly believe that that diversity of experience creates a better solution to every problem that we have because you don't have an echo chamber of thought, you know, people from everywhere with different backgrounds coming in to have the same conversation together. Mm -hmm. You're going to actually come up with a lot more information. Yeah. Yeah. That's in different perspectives, different ways of looking at and, and in some cases attacking various issues that need to be solved that are looking for solutions. And, you know, so you tie all that together with the stuff that you guys are doing with explore media and, I mean, it, it, this is a, a perfect recipe. We're going we're gonna to keep harping on this food thing all episode yeah. long. <laughs> Somebody's hungry somewhere. Yeah. You know, but, but you're giving them these, these incredible <laughs> uh, bite-sized morsels that are intellectually nutritious. Mm, it's like sweetbreads. Anyway, so... <laughs> you're so weird. <laughs> we like weird. Weird is good. That is true. I'm right up there with the weird ones, trust me. Um, hey, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show again. And we will definitely be back in touch. We'd like to keep up with what's going on. We may, uh, Maybe we'll see you at ISTE. I don't know if you guys are heading to New Orleans this year. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe FETC next year. Maybe we'll just see you on the street. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> so. We'll see you. We'll see you down the road. We've, we definitely will. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Once again, thank you for coming on the show. 
Thank you, guys. It's been a great conversation. Hey, thank you so much to Jenny Bukos and Carrie Byron for joining us from Explore Media. By the way, you can get more information, xplr-media.com. Again, that is explr-media.com. Yeah, really cool stuff going on out there. And yeah, they got Andrew Zimmerman with them and you know, some great producers, directors, videographers, filmmakers. They're just doing some <laughs> way cool stuff. And what's really cool is you can, you can jump out there and if you hit either into home or classroom, either one of those, uh, they've got a free section. So you can actually look at some of the content that's already out there uh, and and get a taste for it before deciding if you're either want to jump in on the classroom side or on the home side. Yeah, for sure. Because that's uh, that's the cool way to go and find out if you like it. But I can tell you right now, the cost is nominal compared to what your children and you are going to learn from the side. Hey, and to that end, uh, we will keep watching the social media, which it's actually accompanying this episode so be looking online we're gonna have a coupon code where you can get 25 percent off so be looking for that 25 percent off zoink scoob (laughs) (laughs) never gonna get it never gonna get it yes yes, you're gonna get it yes you're gonna get it Okay, we got to stop. All right, our listeners have begun. These guys and their ah, references. These guys. Ah, oh, they're with their 80s and the 90s. I oh. just came from Wisconsin. You have guys that are 25% off and everything. Can I grab a soda and come back here in a second? Hey, listen, uh, it's been a great show. Um, we had planned on having an Edutech Tip of the Week, but you know what? Um, we ran a little long with the interview. So so's, so's that you guys, so that you can get back to the family and maybe washing those dishes or doing the laundry or just, you know, sitting out on the back porch watching the squirrels. Uh, we'll, we'll bypass that this weekend. <laughs> what? Watching the squirrels. You don't watch squirrels? Watching the squirrels go by. Oh. <laughs> sitting on the deck of my house. Watching the squirrels chase a mouse. Okay, so. Uh, that's just rhyming. I know. That's what I do. <laughs> Hey, listen, it's been a great show. Once again, thanks to Jenny and Carrie. And we'll have them back on the show as soon as we can. And remember to check them out, expl-media.com. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. They're, they're never coming back now. That, once they listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, can you just take that magic sorry, marker and black sorry. through yes, their sorry. names right there on the paper? Yes, I, don't, I don't even want to see their names Forget anymore. Get these guys. Anyway, I'm David Henderson. Oh, and I was Jeff Madlock. You were. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the EduTech Guys, edutechguys.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE.
Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all. all. But, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.